You're listening to nothing important. It just hangs out and is angry all the time, looking for things to fight. <laughs> Only other so male it's like beaters, a, it's like a drunk college guy who goes to the gym a lot. Nice. <laughs> Please enjoy the show. important podcast or depending on what feed you listen to it's all good man I, I figured we could just do the thing where since we're having brandon k hampton on we're obviously going to talk to better call saul or talk about better call saul and uh, some of his other projects uh providing we figure out who calls who because gentlemen uh we forgot i forgot to coordinate that with brandon <laughs> <laughs> well that's just fantastic i think, right. I, I, think so, I, I had a date that went like that the other day <laughs> it didn't happen because we didn't decide who was going to call who <laughs> right. So theoretically, we're talking to Brandon K. Hampton, but uh, there's a real possibility that we're not talking to Brandon K. Hampton. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the background here, I have uh, I have my uh, my computer running and our chosen form of communique with uh, Brandon has been Twitter. So I've, I've been uh, tweeting him like, uh, hey guy, uh, I need you to go ahead and respond to me so we can get this done. But I'm pretty sure he's in for it because we confirmed earlier in the week. We just didn't confirm. I, I, I sometimes take that for granted, especially with people that we've talked to before. Cause I'm like, Oh, I, I have his phone number, but it turns out I don't have his phone number. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm on a roll. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. But, um, I'm not going to say anything for those of you listening on the It's All Goodman feed. And I, I guess what the hell, on the on the Nothing Important feed, uh, I, I'm not saying who, especially on air, but there's a really good chance, and I think you gentlemen know, that we might have landed like one like uh, somebody who's a big deal for us. And so I, I can't wait to, uh, to talk to that person as well. So things are looking up. Is it Steve Dudeman? <laughs> Yes, it's it's Steve Dudeman. No, no, <laughs> no. It's just a. Uh, it's uh, it. Uh, I'll I'll give a hint for anybody that listens to us. It's, it's uh, people that it's somebody in the group of people that Dave and I would consider like uh, like God tier in the uh, Better Call Saul. Can we? Can uh, I say? Universe. Can I say Holy Triumvirate? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's in that group of people. It's it's not a for sure thing, but it looks. Really, really promising, which is awesome because it's taken me about two years to get to that point. <laughs> right. Well worth it, so, though. And it's been a fun ride along the way because, I mean, everybody's been awesome so far. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, it, yeah, all it's the gonna, people that you guys have had on have seemed really receptive of just being on and had a really great time. Gave a yeah, lot of cool info, too. Exactly. So that's that's kind of what we're going for. So while we wait for Brandon, we could just BS a little bit. So let me ask you, gentlemen, this this hypothetical scenario okay so if if you had a car and you parallel parked it on the street right and the front end of your car was sticking out just a little bit into an alley you would probably expect that the part of your car sticking out in the alley would be in other people's way right 
I would honestly yes. expect to get towed because it's illegal and a dick move. Right, okay, because but, you'd be blocking a roadway. I would think I would just get the front end taken off of my car by another right, car. Right, right. So hypothetically, you wouldn't be surprised if your uh, your bumper and fender got just a little messed up, right? No, I wouldn't be surprised. I would expect it. I'd right, be upset, right, but and, not surprised. Right, and and of course, because you, you expect it, you wouldn't expect the guy in the green Jeep to actually leave a note or anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Because... Because hypothetically, you would just understand that you caused that whole issue. <laughs> hypothetically. Wow. I, I want Exactly, hypothetically. Yeah, I want to have a funny retort, but God damn it, man, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, if that hypothetically happened, that the onus would be on you to figure it out, right? Because hi, hi, well, like, hypothetically, well, yeah. I think if I'm that kind of a person, then the onus is on the universe, and I just I got screwed, and I would want justice. And um, you're, wait, what? What person are you talking about? <laughs> the one, who the, parked, the guy who, the, the one who parked oh, like yeah. a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna hit my car. They'll just drive around, dude. People got places to be sometimes, you know. And it's an alley. It's an what? alley. It's barely the width of a car already. Right. right. Exactly. Well, what, what if, uh, what if hypothetically, uh, hypothetically, the car that was moving through the alley that may or may not have been a green Jeep uh, knew he would probably damage the car, but just uh, also did the math in his head and figured that his car would probably face no damage and was trying to make a point. <laughs> like, in this theoretical scenario... Mm -hmm. Did the green Jeep speed up in order to <laughs> make it pass in a in a quicker manner to maybe you know reduce the amount of damage? It, that it's was like happen. like uh, tearing off the band aid or I guess bumper. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I believe that's probably how it would have went down. Yes. <laughs> I, I definitely but would say that. Personal experience, the hypothetical green Jeep is a very fortunate hypothetical car to have because having been struck, <laughs> having been struck by a Jeep Wrangler at like 30 miles an hour and then the Wrangler drove away where my car was totaled, I might risk the same maneuver the green Jeep did. Yeah. <laughs> the green Jeep okay. sitting high enough also has the advantage of if there were pedestrians crossing uh, the sidewalk right there where it would just straight up run them over instead of hitting them and having them go into the windshield onto the roof, I which thought, theoretically happens if you hit someone with your car. I thought it would... <laughs> just saying. I thought it would ramp over the front end, kind of like a monster truck, a.k.a. like Bigfoot or Gravedigger, and then successfully... Yeah, exactly. Like, like it was a smaller car. Yeah. Like it was a smaller 70s or 60s era car. Right, like a Pinto or a, like a, a Metro, say. Yes, indeed. Gotcha. Okay, so we're we're on the same page then, you know, and I'm I'm happy to hear that because uh, it, it just so happens I was pondering this exact thought about maybe 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, so I'm I'm glad to see that we're all on the same page, and that's what makes us a good trio for the show. So that's good. That's promising. <laughs> well, fantastic. <laughs> here, here. Thank how you, big? How big was the car in the alley? I guess that's one part of the equation because if it's like. An F two fifty. I'm not gonna, you know, go through it. 
Or this is we... a hypothetical situation, Dave. There's no way for me to know that it was a Prius. Okay. okay. Oh, well, that changes everything. There's no way. That, no. that changes no everything. Way for me to know. Knowing, knowing the hypothetical <laughs> driver, say... just the fact that it's a that, that Prius could have been parked in the middle of the street perfectly fine, and I think our hypothetical driver would want to hit that Prius. <laughs> Let's just say that it was a Prius for the sake of argument and in, in, mm. in the discussion. Right, right. Since it contains like no weight, since it doesn't have an engine. Right. Mm. How many people did it hit? Theor- or could it hit theoretically if you kind of just nudge the bumper and it moves 40 feet into the actual roadway because it's basically like hitting a cardboard box that's covered in <laughs> lacquer? I would say it would probably hit more more uh, standers by than a pedestrian protesting on the highway. <laughs> no, okay. I don't know. I, see, I didn't think about that, but I would I would want to assume that if this uh, scenario happened, <laughs> that uh, the driver of the Prius probably wouldn't do that bullshit again. <laughs> well, you'd like to think that all things in life are lessons learned. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, perfect. Here's a, here's a perfect example of lessons learned. So uh, last weekend, my wife, took us to an aquarium show and it's exactly what it sounds like. Like, like, like in a small shitty convention center that's attached to some like Ramada Inn in the suburbs, I, I, uh, they I'm, rented out the, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, like a, a retail show, like a, like you're going to look at, a, at aquariums to purchase. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. Like, okay. like, like, like imagine. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Um, I thought you meant like a show at an actual aquarium Yeah, like no, that they like, were like uh, taking on the road. Like it was no. off Broadway aquarium fish, yeah. Like the <laughs> like the final act in the Prestige. Yes, right. no, indeed. No, this was literally like an aquarium trade show, and and my wife, because she's she's pretty random sometimes. We were just sitting at home bored, and she's like, "Do you want to go to an aquarium show?" <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> "Well." Yes, I do. Why not? <laughs> yeah, well, this, these, these hilarious pictures. So we took the girls, you know, because there'd be there'd be fish there, and you yeah. can see all these crazy aquariums. And we we almost walked away with like a jellyfish aquarium. Oh wow! Like a, an aquarium spe- specially made for jellyfish, and I, I guess it comes with three jellyfish, and you oh. can keep the jellyfish as you know in this little tiny right. aquarium. It, it, you know, it's like maybe a couple gallons, but it, it cycles the the water and the jellyfish can swim and you could change like the different led colors so so it'd be like pink and the jellyfish would glow pink and then you or you can make it like strobe and all these different light effects it was really cool and all this all the jellyfish would have seizures yes yes (laughs) exactly yes and uh so anyway on our way out there was um this game where you could throw a ping pong ball into a cup, but not like beer pong. It just like into a cup, and if you landed on a cup with a picture of a fish on it, you won a uh, a, a betta fish. And you know, you know what a betta fish is, right? They can't live with any other fish because they're they're yeah. just assholes. Yeah, okay. remember our roommates so, were fighting them at one point. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so I didn't think much about this, but my my uh, my oldest daughter, she's like, I want to win the fish. I want to win the fish, and I'm like. <clears throat> There's no way she's going to win this fish, but, you know, whatever. She can pay the two bucks and go play. Uh, so she doesn't win the fish, but the person running it says that she won the fish anyway. Nice. And I'm like, no, like, I, I, no. You called we're not bullshit. Coming. Right, yeah. I'm like, no, she didn't win that, <laughs> which is an awesome thing to say in front of your kid who thinks they just won something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, no. No, this First did off, not happen. You didn't win yeah, this, shit. This is a life lesson. You didn't win that. 
and you stop, you know, I told the guy, I'm like, we don't need a fish. So just give it to the next person behind us. Right. But all my here, all my daughter hears is, oh man, we get a fish. <laughs> this is like the greatest thing ever. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, and so the next thought in my head was, well, what the hell are we going to keep this beta fish in the cup that it comes in? No, yes. because it just so happens there had to be another, there was another guy right there just more than ready to sell us about $35 worth of bullshit for this beta fish. Ah, there's the bait and switch. <laughs> Interesting. Right, so that was the total scam. You get these kids like, <laughs> to throw a ball to try to win fish. They're like, yeah, you know, hey, you get a beta fish for $2, but now you got to buy all this shit to keep the beta fish, and you can't tell the little kid that they, they don't have a fish. <laughs> you know, they can't tell the little Did kid. Did he open really- up like a big trench coat? And there was just like fish tanks and stuff inside of it. <laughs> what you want, what you need. <laughs> no, it was, it was, a, it was a little bit more high class than that because he had like one of them giant rolling luggage cases with with, with the with the shells oh. inside. And I was like, he couldn't have like sprung like thirty bucks to pay the convention center for a table. <laughs> but he still but guess, opened his trench coat to flash your daughter who was under. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Okay, just making sure. Just making I mean, sure. It, it is, after all, an aquarium, an aquarium show. show right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you think goes on at the aquarium show, but where I come from, lots of dude flashing. <laughs> yeah, the because aquarium the aquarium show. show is just a red herring. Right. Nice, Dave. Nice. <laughs> I get it because wow. it's fish. <laughs> I mean, you bought all this shit, though. You didn't. You you paid all the money for it. Oh, yeah. You didn't no, want to look totally like an not. asshole in front of your daughter. Right. Correct? Right, because, you know, the, the stupid beta fish can't live in the cup with gravel that it comes in. You know, you have to you buy know, the, the glass You know, beta fish, when they're found a lot of the times, are just found in puddles on the street. Yeah, honestly, beta mm-hmm. fish, that's like one of their things is they don't need a lot of space. A lot of people use them as, like, planters. And they'll have a little plant yeah. with the betta fish swimming underneath it, and it's just a it's just an aesthetic thing. Well, I mean, all fish are an aesthetic yeah. thing, but yeah, it just hangs out and is angry all the time, looking for things to fight. <laughs> Only other so male it's like betas, a, it's like a drunk college guy who goes to the gym a lot. Nice. <laughs> you know, if you keep a drunk college guy in a small area, he will punch through the drywall and then put his <laughs> arm. Behind right. the drywall, straight down, mm. and then just start ripping it out. <laughs> but if you, we, but, we've tested this scenario before. But if mm. you if you put a mirror in the room, he will just stand there and flex in front of it like a betta fish tends to do. Yeah, no, I mean he'll flex <laughs> at himself until he runs his head into it so much that he starts bleeding right. because he's cracked the mirror. And then he starts right. punching himself like Marky Mark in fear, or just starts punching his genitals. Oh, you guys don't get any of my jokes. Um. Well, first off, nobody watches uh, the movies that you do, Dave, because you watch absurdly ridiculous ass movies. Uh, I think no. every I will say everybody's seen Fear. I watch ridiculous ass movies. I just haven't had the time in the past couple of years to dedicate to wasting my time watching ridiculous ass movies. And I apologize, and I actually feel like less of a person because of it. Well, fuck you both, because <laughs> a lot of the shit I reference isn't even from the last few years. I know. Yeah. And that's what makes me feel bad. <laughs> deep cuts, yo. Duh. Deep cuts. That's what aches me in my jennies, Dave. It aches me in my jennies. But that's an I iconic scene, man. That's an iconic scene when Marky Mark punches himself in fear. Come on. Yeah, but it's a Marky Mark movie, so... I didn't feel like I had to anything it's your, it ever. It's your typical feel-good stalker boyfriend movie. I mean, what's not to like? 
Oh, okay. So a story of like Brian's life. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. All right. Yeah. Dave. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, Brandon K. Hampton. Hey, Brandon K. What's Hampton. What's How's it going, my friend? You know, you say what? How's it going, my friend? It's it's going great. It's 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 lovely. Brandon, we added a, a, another person to the show since the last time we talked. Uh, Jeff, say hello. Hello, what's up, Brandon? How you doing? <laughs> hello, Jeff. How's it going, man? Hanging out, so, hanging out, bro. How does it feel to be the newbie? I've I've been in the background the whole time. This is basically my life. Always being in the background. <laughs> yeah. So Brandon, it's the skinny guy getting muscled out by the fat guys. It, it always happens. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon, it's funny because I I uh right before I called you, we had this big whole conversation, and it'll probably make it into the episode because I don't see why not. Uh, we we were, we were excited to talk to you again, and we set it up over Twitter. But uh, I had forgotten to ask you how you wanted to do it. If you wanted to call us or <laughs> if I had your cell phone and I was supposed to call you. So I was happy that when I found your, your cell phone in my email account, that when I called you, that uh, that you weren't really sure what to do either. <laughs> oh, the, no, it, I kid you not. I was just on the I was literally on the phone with my girlfriend and talking and then I looked at the time and I was like, oh, shit, it's 10.30. <laughs> uh, I was like, babe, I got I to gotta, I gotta go. I was supposed to be doing the podcast right now. I got to go. And then, <laughs> and then I seen that I have so I have this thing. So I know when my email has been opened up and then I seen, you know, nothing important. And I was like, oh, they just opened up the email. Okay. So what's Wait, what? And then I seen the Twitter message. And I was like, okay, so which with the number, and then right when I was getting ready to dial the number, it you called, and I was like, oh, there they are. So here wait, we go. Wait a minute, you can see you can see when um when I when I open your email. Yeah, I can see when everybody opens my emails. Welcome to the twenty first century, Brian. Ah, yeah. see, um, I'm sorry, I I suck because I I was actually amazed right before we started recording the podcast. I was amazed because. I was watching Twitter just in case you had you would respond, and uh, I was amazed that they're playing NFL games on Twitter now. That was a huge deal. He was also yeah. standing by his gramophone, cranking it up so he could hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brian, that was like a six billion dollar deal. They they literally all you need is a Twitter account and you can watch Thursday Night Football. Yeah, <laughs> huge deal. Wow. I had I had no idea about that, but I don't, I don't really watch uh, I don't really watch a lot of sports. I kind of suck at that. But uh, Brandon, back to you, man. How is filming going with season three of Better Call Saul? Um, it was it was beautiful. I, I had a great time. Whether I'll be back for more, I don't know. Um, but uh, you guys uh, definitely you know see some some things happening in the you know first couple of episodes. Um, and that's all I can say. I can't give away too much, um, except right. it's, it's, it's going to be, this season's going to be amazing. It, it's going to be, 
Yeah. How did the uh, <laughs> how did the chart how did the car chase scene turn out? Car chase. That, that's my prediction for this season because uh, I remember you being on Twitter you're talking about driving stick and our previous conversation about driving stick, and I was like, well, if he has to learn how to drive stick, then um, I'm predicting a car chase in the next season. No, no. The thing was, because the first two seasons, they had the car, and I never knew how to drive it because I didn't know how to drive transmission. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to back to season three, uh, and I just need to know how to drive, you know. And so that was my my take and a hint that I guess I would be driving um, or something. <laughs> I can't wait for that episode. That's a that's a big deal. And <laughs> I don't think Ernesto would be the guy to be, you know, chase. I, mean, I, I don't know. He I, I like could see him. I could see him kind of getting thrown into that position. Like he's just maybe escorting Chuck or something, and then who knows? Tuco comes after him. I don't know. I I just want forty five minutes of uh. I just want forty five <laughs> forty five minutes of uh of Ernesto driving. That's all I want. <laughs> Oh yeah, Ernesto in the clutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's like the perfect title. Hell yeah, that's that's the next spinoff. Breaking Bad, uh, Better Call Saul, and somewhere in there, it's Ernesto in the clutch. That's <laughs> that's the show. That's the show that we, yeah, grinding gears together for forty five minutes. <laughs> Dropping the hammer but, like, with Big Earn. I don't know. Yeah, right, yeah. It'd have like this big epic name, but uh, but Brandon, it would just be you like delivering random, <laughs> like random errands for yeah, dropping off yeah. apples, yeah. right? Yeah, got the like you're sitting on the four hundred five in traffic, trying to go two miles. <laughs> the ra- like like the action sequences would consist of uh, of you arguing with other drivers at a four way stop, who's going to go first? Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, give. Hey, give give Vince and Peter my number. I'll, I'll fill them all in. I I got it all in my head. We we can do this. We can make this happen. All right, uh, hit them up. So have have you uh have you have you completely wrapped filming season three? No, they're still filming. Um, they're still filming um till February, I think. Um, so yeah. I can't really give out too much. I mean, you I guys, know, I mean y'all, y'all should have like staged this right when the show was like on air. Then you know maybe I, I could talk about more. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> when you got everything on lock on super lock, like yeah, like, let me let me ask you about that. Is it is it? Uh, I would imagine that it'd be incredibly hard uh, being in your position because you're you're on you know it, on a super successful. Um, TV show, and it looks like over the past two seasons, your your part has kind of expanded. We don't know what's going to happen in season three, and obviously you can't tell us, but obviously you're some part of the overall uh, sh- shenanigans that's going on. How in your daily life do you not like at least tell somebody what's going to happen? Um, I don't. I don't tell anybody. You know, I I, I just can't. You know, even my best friends, they'd be like, oh, so did you find out what Ernesto's last name is? And I'm like, nope, because I know just as much as you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, all I get is the scenes, you know, watermark that I'm in. I don't see the entire story. 
um, because it is you need you need G fourteen classified clearance to see everything <laughs> else, and I unfortunately don't have it. And, and you get and you get the scripts shortly before you film, right? Like it's not like you have like a month to. No, no, no. I get it like you know a couple of days a week if I'm lucky, um, and it's pretty much you know the way the, the cookie crumbles. <laughs> this sounds stupid, but but do they have cue cards? Like, do you have to memorize your lines, or do they have like uh, cue cards, or like like? Oh uh, no, no. Uh, as an actor uh, that calls themselves a professional, then you should be. You have to be off book. You know. That's right, Brian. Okay. Um, you know, so it's all memorized. I mean, if you stumble over something and blank out in the middle of the scene, you know they have the script supervisor there, so you can shut up. What's my line? <laughs> <laughs> What's my motivation here? <laughs> you're driving, Brandon. You're driving. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's 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 you know I I'm always off book for the most part, and I try to have it perfect because that's just how I was I, I was you know trained and growing up doing theater you only get one chance to do it so right. i learned well, here's, a, the here's a question for you i don't know if we've asked you this is there anything you've done so far that you've improvised and like has stuck or been kept curious about that um improvise no i was just kind of i mean i would love to like i kind of just I'm that kind of guy who wants to like so badly just mess up on purpose just to have a blooper or something and just throw something <laughs> completely wild. <in. laughs> but then I think about the time and money that's going into it and right. how everybody's on a schedule. I'm like, nah, better not. Even though they may be like, oh yeah, we got that. Let's print that. It was perfect. And then we're doing it again. I'm like, okay, I can mess up on this one because we already got it. But I still, I'm just, I just don't. That's just professionalism. So, yeah, so I just kind of stick to what's written. Unless, you know, they're like, hey, don't worry too much about the lines. Just, you know, if you have to throw something out there, you know, just to fill it out, then, you know, do that. But I I never try to stretch it too far because I try to stay within mm. the author's intent and, and keep to the story. I'm subservient to the story. We're all right. subservient to the story. So You don't want to make it all about uh, you, right? Yeah, yeah, and you, and you got a pretty sweet gig there, so I'm, I'm sure you don't want to rock the boat, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 been like I would have even like if all the characters been in the show, I I never would have imagined Ernesto being like, oh, fist bump, you know. I've been looking at all of the Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, everybody. I get I get people here and there, you know, they're like, I miss the mailroom too, man. <laughs> cool all right <laughs> so uh since you've been on the show you, you i i think last time we spoke to you, you were you in the process of moving to la did you did you finally make the move out that, there? that was i was in the process of moving to. LA. i think um the last time i was it was a day before i was moving driving out i was talking yeah. to the guy on the phone and i was leaving right. the next day so yeah, I am situated in La La Land, and uh, it's great. Awesome. Are, are you uh, you getting a lot of uh, offers? Are you auditioning a lot while you're out there using uh, 
the notoriety of Better Call Saul? I was with one agency. Nothing was, was happening there. And we left there. And now I'm somewhere else. Um, shot a, a national Samsung commercial and all of the explosions and stuff happened. And so I was <laughs> like, oh, well, I don't know if we're going to, if they're going to scratch the commercial or not. And then um, got news that it should probably still air. So we're just waiting for an air date. It wasn't for the note. So <laughs> that was a good thing. So, Last year, uh, AMC was nice enough. They gave us uh, tickets to see the finale of uh, of Talking Saul after after the season finale. Uh, Dave wasn't able to make it, but Jeff came out to L.A. with me, and uh, we we stayed at an Airbnb. And I, I shit you not, Brandon, it wasn't ten minutes before Jeff broke the host lamp, and our other friend with us, Tim Tim had to go buy like a similar lamp at Target. So my question to you is: Since you're since you're out in L.A., if uh, AMC hooks us up um, this year, can we come stay on your couch? I promise Jeff won't break a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> my my couch is open. I mean, I have two other roommates, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't mind. I just feel like, yo, these these two of my really good friends are coming in town. No, I already talked to your roommates. They said it's cool, man. They said it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's just clearing it with a third. Yeah, you know, I. I uh, couch converts into a bed so oh now we're talking all right That's... yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, well, we, we, yeah you, you need to work on that pizza out there man you need to talk to somebody and get better pizza work on what on that pizza right i think brian cut out i think you said that uh work on that pizza out there pizza yeah i know you're not a fan of pizza but uh when we were out there uh to see the finale and uh talking saul uh, Brian ordered a pizza for us and ate it and was immediately sick and throwing up. <laughs> and that's the only Los Angeles pizza they experience. We're from Ch- the Chicagoland area, central Illinois. We're pretty proud so, of I our mean, pizza. We're pretty proud of our pizza, and it was, like, disgusting. Go ahead. I've never been, like, the pizza person, but I, I've heard stories like Chicago has the best pizza. Then I hear, like, stories about New York has the best pizza. And then I hear, you got to get a shy dog. And then my girlfriend was just in Chicago, and she was like, where do I get a shy dog? She's like, what do you want? What do you mean, a dog? At the Bashful like, Pet Store? Shy dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I don't know. Well, did you hear me, Brandon? A Chicago hot dog is basically a hot dog that is – made into a sandwich because it has so many things on it. It's a salad. <laughs> it's a hot dog with a salad on it. It's a hot dog with a salad on top of it, yes. So a hot dog salad. I know to order that in Chicago. Like, can I get a hot fantastic. dog salad? But just don't get ketchup. <laughs> yeah, no, no ketchup. Oh, no ketchup. And you got to get the nope. celery salt and the sport peppers. That's the garnishes That's that makes it Chicago dog. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. But the okay. pizza, though, the pizza, is the pizza good in Chicago? Is it better Absolutely. In do you like really, yeah. really, really greasy, cheesy, thick pizza? That that's I don't the best kind. That you know, not the little skinny pizza that you know no, takes two bites and the pizza in Chicago is more honestly like a pie. Yeah, where like you can only eat a slice or two, maybe because it's so thick and hearty and delicious mm-hmm. and awesome. Yes. And then the New York style is the thin crust, maybe like a huge slice of thin crust pizza. And that's why like both places claim it's the best. It's just your personal preference because one is like a pie and the other one is like a cookie. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I prefer the pie. I rather have the pie. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, well if you, you ever come out to Chicago, hit us up. We'll we'll go get uh Chicago style hot dogs and uh pizza, and then uh, you can come here skinny, and you can leave fat like Dave and I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make some squat cobblers. That's right, man. <laughs> yes. See, that's yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Brandon. Uh, thank you so much for calling in the uh, into the show. This is actually going to be on nothing important as well as, as Saul Goodman, just because we like having you so much. Uh, yeah, we love talking to you, and uh, you absolutely have to come back uh, after some things air in season three so we can talk about it. Yeah, man, you got my number, so just call me. You know, anytime. You know, you just feel like talking. Just need somebody <laughs> to talk to. You right, know, like, I'm right here. Yeah, like <laughs> late at night. Late at Sit night, down, have a, ca- have a Cabernet, put my robe on. I'm going to make a voicemail recording that's just going to sound like I'm talking to you guys the whole time. Don't ask <laughs> me any questions. I'm going to just be talking. And <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if I call you at 3 in the morning? I'm just like, Brandon, my wife is so mad at me. I just don't know. <laughs> or you'll be moving the car like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, hold on, man. We, we have, we're not going to start this yet because we, we just got to. I got to move my car really quick. Got to shuffle it around down the street. And, mm-hmm. uh, are you on a hill? You said something about you park up the hill or something like that. I don't know. I mean, no, I'm thinking about oh, the that was, clutch. That was me. I think you're talking about the the me with the the clutch story. The Twitter or I'm sorry, on Twitter, the stick shift stories. And I had the first time I drove one, I was leaving a bar with a bunch of drunk people up like a 45 degree hill. And uh, it was, it was that it was on State Street in Lockport. I don't know if you guys you know what I'm talking about, but yeah, it was pretty bad. So I just popped the oh, yeah, clutch Brent. and gunned it, man. I mean, that's what what else are you gonna do? Pop the clutch and gun it, and uh, pray and turn left, and there you go. Exactly. That's the uh, that's the tagline like of uh, no. I don't. I don't hit cars that Ernesto are parked, in the clutch, uh, man. The, the Better Call Saul spinoff. You just gotta oh. pop it and go, man. Pop it and go. Uh, <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Brandon K. Hampton on the Someone Important Hotline. Thanks, Brandon, and we'll talk to you uh, sometime during season three. All right, man. Talk to y'all soon. Thanks, All right, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. All right, it's all good. Peace. <laughs> Peace. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. It's all good. about talking uh, to Brandon uh, the couple times that we talked to Brandon right now is um, I, I I feel we do pretty relaxed chats with folks that are on TV shows and such and a lot of times people like really kind of open up to us and like feel comfortable mm-hmm. because of that uh, from like the first time we spoke to Brandon like whenever months and months ago uh, he he's been chill the entire time. Yeah, like, no, right. There was no, because even some people like they they think that it's you know like when we talk to them that it's gonna be like some Barbara Walters interview. So like I I feel like the first two or three minutes is like like uh, them figuring out that like hey these are just kind of two idiots with a, a three now yeah. idiots with a with a microphone so like I can kind of relax a little bit. But what I yeah. like about Brandon is like from moment one he's just like hey man what's up here's <laughs> here's my here's my theory Brian you ready for this. Yeah, he may be the only one that knows what the hell a podcast is and how lame they really are. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's that's probably very, very true. 
And with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to uh, Nothing Important slash It's All Good, Man. I, Dave, uh, I'm assuming that you put the Nothing Important theme song at the beginning of this, so you can just go ahead and put the It's All Goodman closing out of this. Uh, okay. I'm looking forward to big things. We have a, uh, uh, I have some things in the work that are super exciting, some uh, people on the hook, but I haven't quite hooked them yet for both Nothing Important and uh, It's All Good, Man. So I, we can look forward to that. It's going to be absolutely awesome. Jeff, thanks so much for uh, joining the team. And uh, how you got to get caught up on Better Call Saul, man, if we're going to do the season three thing. That's right. Well, absolutely. I mean, I went I went out to L.A. to do it, so I've got to fill my space here now. Yeah, so. Jeff, Jeff was like feet away from Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> feet. 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 feet with the largest erection inside of pants that you could have seen. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you ran into uh, who was that? Like Henry Rollins? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I actually bumped into Henry Rollins. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, no <laughs> erection at that time because I didn't know it was him. But right, but as but I walked you, away, I mean, had you know started him. right? Yeah, so. <laughs> there was there was definitely a rumbling. We should get him on the <laughs> podcast uh, too. I yeah. think I said that Shol- last there time. was shoulder contact and then engorgement. <laughs> All right, Dave. Call us idiots, call us geniuses, whatever, just call us.